0: You're down, feeling blue, tell you what to do. Just reach out and say, I am all you, I am all you, and we'll be there for you. This is John Beaupre, and I was a volunteer at IMRU from 1992 through about the year 2001-2002. And as a theater type who moved here from New York in the early 90s, was looking for something to be involved with and to be engaged with and to be busy doing something creative and valuable, and had heard this local radio program, IMRU, was looking for volunteers. And I was just really delighted and jazzed that within a week or two, I was actually on the air, God forbid, and that just really gave me a real a real boost and it was really exciting in this very studio where we're doing this interview right now and uh, before I knew it, I was, you know, taking over more and more responsibilities on the show, putting together newscasts, producing segments. Especially, uh, I found a special friendship in my friend uh, Christopher David Trenton, who was a sort of a technical guru of the group at the time. And I think it was about 1998, we obviously were listening to the show, and I think we had an audience, I don't know, uh, by statistics of something like 400 or 500 people a night when the show was on at that time on Sunday evening. And it was very well-intended, but it seemed like it was from another period. It was sort of long and draggy, long interviews and a couple of features. And we decided that really what needed to happen after listening to a lot of other programming was that we really needed to retool the show and Pam Marshall and Christine Wilson were new volunteers at the time as well. And we sort of recruited them to get involved. And we worked through a long series of rethinks about how we would redo the show. We were jokingly at the time calling our redo Fairy Home Companion or Queer Things Considered, one of the two. And these kind of growing pains don't happen easily. Uh, Needless to say, there was some upheaval at the time. It's been written about a lot in gay press. But one former member of the collective in particular did not like the way we were going about doing this. And that that will be forever for me a great sadness that that particular volunteer took great offense at the way we were retooling the program. But we had to move ahead. And the reason for that was it doesn't matter what we want. It doesn't matter what we as producers and as writers and as editors and as on-air hosts want. What really is important is that we serve a public that is listening to the show, the public is at the center of the process, not us. So we really felt strongly that we should do more segments, get more voices, get more connections in the show on the air. And so while we used a sort of magazine format in 1998, basically what it meant was the show took on a bit more gloss. It was a little bit more tighter produced. We actually wrote scripts every week. There were tight cues. There were big sound bites that would happen to promote segments. There were beautifully edited, recorded segments, uh, phone interviews from all over the state, sometimes all over the country, and all in a very kind of a fast beat, fast-paced schedule. And I'll be damned if it didn't result by about 1999 of our listenership doubling according to the average quarter-hour statistics that came to the station via the rating companies. It's not the only lesbian gay show in the country, but I think that it's one of the most important because it's the sort of flagship show in Los Angeles on the Pacifica Station in Los Angeles that sort of staked its claim and has been through the trenches involved in Supreme Court suits, involved in local controversy, involved oftentimes in great upheaval and turmoil, but always with this wonderful progressive mind that was saying things can be better. And with the deeply subversive message that if we tell people what's going on, if we just inform them, just to shine the light on stories that would not be told, that would not be talked about, give them the dignity and the value that they deserve, that sooner or later, no matter who listened to us, straight, gay, bi, trans, queer, questioning, and their friends and allies, that they would somehow see the rightness of what we're doing. So get your radio out of the closet, we are